0: Welcome to Scent 315. We're here to encourage and equip Christians to engage in the adventure of sharing Jesus with those that God puts into their life. And we're so glad you're here. Hey, welcome back everybody. For you lifetime subscribers and for those of you who are here for the very first time, welcome to Scent 315. Uh, I'm Kevin Miller and...
1: And I am Sarah Maine.
0: There you go, and I'm running the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. I am. <laughs>
0: and what's Matt Hall do? Oh, I'm back here in the back room, and
1: yeah, we just keep him in the back. Room. <laughs> we
0: really don't know what Matt does, but it's technical, and he has got one thousand cables hanging over his head. sometime. we should put that on the Instagram page.
1: Yeah, I know? think they call him the sound engineer. Is that? I think that's yes. what we call him. Yes. Anyways. Or sir. <laughs> We're glad to be here today. And we're glad to have you listening in, wherever you're listening in from. Let us know where you're from. Yeah,
0: we'd love to hear from you. How can they get that to us?
1: Instagram, sent underscore 315. And also rating and reviewing. Please. You can put your thing there. You can email us, too, at info at dot 315org
0: And I'd really love to get questions. Yes, we want to
1: do a question episode soon.
0: Yeah, and then people can go... You told them to do what? <laughs> That's why there's two or three of us here.
1: One we'll part two where you guys ask questions about that, the responses we said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the conversation goes on, which quite frankly, I have to admit, I just, I love conversation. Me too. You know, I I love having conversations with you here like we're doing today Mm -hmm. and other times. Conversations um, are so unique. People have different perspectives. They're in different places in their life. And the episodes that we have that are just conversations, I think are my favorite ones, Uh, Mm -hmm. mostly because I'm not listening to me talk. I went on a backpacking trip, uh, did five peaks over about a several days, maybe a week. And my favorite part about it was I didn't have to listen to myself talk. Who <laughs> was like, wow, I'm
1: free. <laughs> that's great. And I think that's good intro because we are talking about listening right. today.
0: Which is part of conversation. Yes. An important part.
1: It is. So Kevin, who is the best listener that you know?
0: You know, I really, really thought about this for this episode. And I, and I thought about conversations that I've had And it was interesting because at first I just kept thinking about people I like to listen to and suggestions that people have have made about listening and stuff, really cool stuff. But then I started thinking, okay, so who do I think is really listening when I'm in conversation with them? And the top of the list that I came up with so far is Danny Esslinger. Now, Danny Esslinger is the head of counseling at Foothills Christian Church. And every conversation I have ever had with him, I really looked him in the eye and went, this guy is listening to me. I better be careful. <laughs> you know? And so- Freaked my, you
1: out a little bit. Cause yeah. Because it's cause abnormal. He, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, come on. Most
0: people are on to the next question. Yes. They didn't even hear your whole sentence. and And we have to get better at listening. It's really, really critical, especially when it comes to sharing our faith, because if we're not listening to the other person, how far are we going to get? So we're going to be talking about that today. So I've got Danny Esslinger. you tell me now who's who's your best listener and why?
1: I would say probably my mom, she's a really good listener at least to me, (laughs) she's very good. You can tell that she is engaged and paying attention to what you're actually saying. And I think my aunt is like that too. She listens very well and she... Is reading your your face and what you're saying, and you can tell she's just engaged yeah. to see, and she's also expressive. Both of them are, but you can kind of get like a read on how they're reacting, which is it's fun for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, and there's and there's more than just dead silence yes. when somebody's listening. This is a really practical
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: episode for sure because we really want to help and get better ourselves. I want to go over to an, a different type of listener, and he probably taught Danny how to listen to a large extent, but it's Mark Hoffman. Tell you, my conversations with Mark, I know he's listening by the questions that he asks, mm-hmm. and and sometimes for clarity, or sometimes it's just a different perspective. So I know he's present. I know he's not somewhere else. He's not looking at his watch, mm-hmm. and he's a the kind of person that, I don't feel like I get enough conversation time with them. So that's good. You want people, you want to be people that they want more of, right?
1: Definitely. And
0: yeah. uh, so I, he's taught me some things about listening and especially with the interactive questions and stuff.
1: One thing that's important when we're listening is you know, when you talk about Mark asking you questions, he's seeking to understand yeah. and to see what you actually think. And I think sometimes we have to be careful when we're sharing our faith, because sometimes we can come at it with, I need to get this person saved. I need to get this person saved. Where can I drop Jesus and the gospel and heaven and hell and eternity? And (laughs) And that's what your brain is doing. And really, the goal is we should be understanding where they are at. And then we will get the opportunity to share a piece of where we're at. And that's it. You know, we can't get someone saved, True. which is hard. That's hard for me. To, <laughs> <I'm the> type <laughs> person. I want, him, I I want to. to save people. I'm an Enneagram too. And I want to help everyone and save everyone. And it's been a challenge to not do that and to not come at people with that agenda, agenda. even though it's a beautiful want and desire for them to be saved. But I can't fix them and that can't be my goal of right. the conversation.
0: I think one important thing for me when I'm picking like this is my favorite listener, this is my best listener, think is the kind of person I want to be and that is when I'm having a conversation with somebody that they feel heard. Mm-hmm. That they feel, you know, you're giving I mean this this gift of time that we have which is very finite when you're spending that with someone when you're present, and you're choosing that and they know that they're heard, there's a whole lot of respect and love that comes across. It's a classic example in the Bible, and we've heard it a bunch of times, and I reread it, you know, and something just jumps and it comes mm-hmm. alive. It's, it's the first part of listening in the sense that we're sent and we're sharing our faith, and we're trying to really understand where the other person is coming from, and all of that, we have to listen to the Lord. And so in Luke 10, 38, it's a story of Martha and Mary. It says now, while they were on their way, Jesus entered a village called Bethany, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was continually listening to his teaching. But Martha was very busy and distracted with all her serving responsibilities, and she approached him and said, Lord, is." It of no concern to you that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone. Tell her to help me and do her part. So <laughs> first off, you're going to Jesus. And say, Snap out of it, Jesus. This is bad. <laughs> Straightening <laughs> out, Jesus. There's strike one. But the Lord replied to her. I can just hear his tone, Martha, Martha. You're worried and bothered and anxious about so many things, but. Only one thing is necessary for Mary has chosen the good part, that which is to her advantage, which will not be taken away from her. Now that's out of the amplified, so it's a little bit fuller version and, and digging into it more. As I was reading a devotional that I went through recently, that sheets went over what that word implies that she was listening. And it doesn't just mean she was standing there doing nothing and not interrupting. It means that she was hearing <laughs> and understanding, and she knew she was assimilating it, and she was getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I want that. Yeah. You know what? I want to know and understand what God's saying to me. And it says in the Amplified it was to her advantage. And so I think that's really, really critical. We have got to spend time listening to the Lord. We have to have special time Secret time, time away from everything.
1: Something that I've been challenging myself with when it comes to listening to others is accepting where they're at currently. That's really directly related to our relationship with God. There's the word acceptance, which... (laughs) For some Christians, it's like, oh, no, like that word is wrong. It's connected to tolerance and ah.
0: celebration of sin.
1: <laughs> and, and that's not not what we're talking about, what I'm talking about here. But acceptance really is important when it comes to listening. If that's like a buzzword to someone listening right to hearing <laughs> right now, then just think of how Jesus accepts us. And when we get a hold of how he really accepts us, how when he met us wherever we were, when we first noticed that he was there.
0: <laughs> While we were he yet was,
1: sinners. Yes. Wherever we are. And even now as Christians, we have times when we're like, Lord, why are you putting up with this? I, I'm so screwed up right now. <laughs> I need your help. And he still always comes at us with full acceptance, full understanding, full love, And that's the place where he moves us into a better future, into making better decisions. The word says that it's his kindness that Mm -hmm. leads us to repentance. And so when we really get a hold of that acceptance and we're diving into that on the daily from the Lord and we're flowing out of that, we can have so much acceptance and love and grace and understanding and we can see other people as well. And I think if we don't have that with the Lord, it's really hard to not bring all our other ideas and what we think our and fix-its. our yeah and our our pre decided decisions about a way someone is or because they said one thing and we determine they're in this whole other category. Yeah, but we have to exactly we have to be diving into that. And I love even in this story with um, Jesus and Mary and Martha. Women weren't allowed to learn the scriptures in this time period. They weren't, they didn't go to school like the boys did and go and learn the Torah and all this stuff. And so Mary recognized here's this guy who wants to teach me about God in a deeper way than I've ever had an opportunity before. And that's his acceptance of her and not allowing that his culture said you couldn't do that as a woman. And she was like, oh, I'm going to step into this and embrace. I want to get everything because he accepts me. There's like that vibe going on underneath there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and he doesn't like smack Martha around either, even yeah. though she's coming in to the rabbi and mm-hmm. telling him off and saying, come on. And he's, I can just, like when I said I could hear his tone, it's that tone of Martha, Martha. You know, he loves her. He loves Martha. Yeah.
1: And I think Martha, I think she changed and started listening because when you go to lazarus and the story and she what she says to jesus yeah she's got that deeper understanding of scripture now and so she obviously was listening Yeah, if <laughs> you would have been points here. Yeah. yeah
0: jesus gives us an example of his listening abilities too which is a, a different one and it's it's funny i th- can't remember who i heard teach this originally to me but it's sure stuck and it's when jesus is in a caravan and mary loses him she's looking all over for him and <laughs> everything three days later in in luke two forty six, which is kind of the uh, the idea for this whole podcast it says then after three days they found him in the temple sitting in the midst mm-hmm. of the teachers and so many people think that he's You know, he just starts off and he's teaching because he's the teacher, Mm -hmm. but he's a youth venture kid, Mm -hmm. you know, and it says that he was both listening to them and asking them questions. And then all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Mm -hmm. So he was listening and asking questions. So Jesus gave us this pattern, which is really, really critical. And in conversation, when you give somebody the respect and you start asking them questions based on what they said to you, Mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden, I believe you've earned the right to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so they ask you questions that they would have never asked you before. Like, what's your church like? And it's like, but it's, it's not with the agenda. It's just, you know, get lost in the conversation, ask those questions. There was a, there's this big Harvard study that I ran across that was how everybody thinks Mm -hmm. that they're a really good listener and they're not. Yeah. I'll
1: admit when you said, who's the best listener, you know, when you ask that my brain just said me and i was like that's not right <laughs> but yes and who's the it's humblest definitely person you not know? me not me not you okay <laughs>
0: You know, we have to take a sober estimation of ourselves. Yes. And, you know, when when you and I were talking about putting this together, I've got all sorts of research, right? Mm -hmm. And I've got all sorts of, like, um, one of the books that had an impact on me is by a a PhD, Michael Nichols. It's called The Lost Art of Listening. And I think it's on its third version now. Mm -hmm. And out of his second version, he's got a quiz in there, page maybe 91, maybe not. (laughs) But you can check that book out. And online, there are, are all sorts of tests where you can get a sober estimation of yourself and say, is this me, is this me? Uh, another shortcut, go ask people that tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I was looking, we have a test here, which we're, you can find on our website um, after this episode. I wanted to say, to encourage people to do it with somebody else. Cause I know that, and do it to someone that you struggle with communicating the most.
0: Don't say it, I know who you're gonna say. Okay, go ahead.
1: (laughs) My dad and I, (laughs) I love you dad, he's listening right now. I love him so much. But we struggled to communicate Mm -hmm. with each other and we are still always learning how to listen to each other. And I was looking at this quiz and I was like, if I did this, with my friend, or with this person, I'd probably do all right, pretty good, maybe sometimes. But if I did it with my dad, (laughs) and so that shows me where I'm really at, that I've got a long way to go in growing and listening, because I think that's a challenge. If you can listen to the person, that there's a little more, for lack of a better term, conflict, where you just have, you don't always see things the same. Like my dad and I, we get along in a lot of ways, and then there's other areas where we just don't see the same way. When I can learn to listen to him really well, I'll get a lot better at listening to everybody yeah, else. Yeah,
0: absolutely true. And so really that that little quiz you know, that you can check out on the website, have somebody else take it for you. Yeah. Like you're saying, the p- people that you have trouble with. And I, I have that same situation. Uh, you know what? There's some of these ten questions we were talking mm-hmm. about, and uh, and I only want to go over a couple of them. But you you had a couple that you said, yeah, that's one I have to focus on. So which one of these questions that you have to ask yourself? Do you want to share?
1: Number nine, which was, do I focus on others in my responses, or do I give in to the temptation to approach their situation from my own limited perspective? Am I humble enough to realize my experience might not work for them? Mm. I think that's one that I struggle with because I think as Christians, you know, we care about God's reality. We care about truth. And so a question like that can come off right off the bat like, oh, you're saying I have to accept their truth. I have to be about their truth in order to listen. And that's not really what it's about, but it's about putting yourself on pause, and being humble and saying, "I don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not God. I I have a relationship with God, but that does not make me God. That does not make me all knowing and omniscient like He is. And so I need to put what I think about something on pause for a few mon- moments to hear somebody. Yeah. And I need to pray, like you were talking about, and ask the Lord, "What can I say? Do I say anything?
0: Anything, right?" <laughs> Yeah,
1: Because sometimes the goal is you're just hearing and you're just asking questions. Yeah, And so just being humble in that and sitting, even when you think you know something, realize that maybe I don't, maybe I've got this whole thing wrong in this way. And you don't have to be afraid of that because you do believe in God's truth because you do stand with him and his word. Yeah. And so they're not going to mess up your thinking or mess you all up. But you can learn something and there can be this beautiful moment and that's something I'm working on.
0: I got to tell you, um, I think it even gets harder as you get older. Like people (laughs) may not know this, but I'm a wee bit older (laughs) than you. (laughs) This might be somewhere where your dad's coming from. I don't know. He's not quite as old as me, I don't think, but uh, we're peers for sure. I Uh, won't
1: say he would be upset.
0: (laughs) But the thing is, is we have so much life experience that you really should hear about and tighten up and fly right because we've got it figured because we've made so many mistakes and my Lord, we should put them to work for somebody else. It's so funny. One of the most profound things that I have ever heard was from my grandson. His name is Jace, and this was several years ago. He's cruising towards being a teenager soon. (laughs) But he was about five, and he said to his grandmother, Grandma, I know a lot of stuff, but most of it's wrong. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love it too, and there's a lot of adults who really should think about that for themselves because they know a lot of stuff, but most of it might be wrong. I get a real education from my grandchildren. I have hundreds and hundreds. it seems like, and I talk about them all the time and i have a I have two or three of them right now that are hard to understand. Mm. you know they're just really young and they're really articulate, but you can't understand what they're saying <laughs> because it's j or too right. <laughs> I know that number seven I'm guilty of with my grandchildren, and I don't want to do that. And it says, when I don't understand something or haven't heard clearly, do I stop and ask for a repeat of what they've said, or do I fake it and let them continue, hoping to catch on later? Mm. So how many times have I said to one of my grandkids, oh, really? And just keep going because I have no idea what my little grandson just said, and uh, and I think that's important. And that's what I was talking about that Mark does for clarity. You couldn't possibly mean this, could you? <laughs> you know. And then we get down to something that has a lot more clarity in our conversation. So that that's really the one that I focus on.
1: I know something I've done. I did this with you recently. Is we were in a a big meeting and you said something that kind of like triggered me in a certain way. And I started to assume what you meant. Hmm. And then I realized, wait, I know Kevin, I need to go ask him. And so I did. I went and I asked you and you explained, and then it was cool. And I think sometimes (sighs) we, we need to do that with other people in our lives. We'll hear something or you'll hear about someone from somebody
0: else. Oh man!
1: (laughs) And part of listening is, Is going, wait, I'm going to go ask this question and seek to understand.
0: You know, at first when we were talking about this, I thought, okay, so this is such a simple, practical, and we got to get better at it thing. But there's something really powerful. Because when we are present, when we are listening, number one, we're showing that we really care. Because we're busy. Mm -hmm. You know, life is hectic. And when you choose to be with someone and be present and really do these active listening things where you're really interacting with them and you don't have an agenda and you're not just trying to push your own ideas and everything, then you're just showing that you care. And that undoes a lot of barriers with people Mm -hmm. when they just know you care. I've got a quote from... Diedrich Bonhoeffer. I always feel like it makes me sound really smart that I have <laughs> Diedrich Bonhoeffer stories, right? He is an amazing man. Yes. But on, he said something on listening that really drove it home for me. He said, The first service that one owes to others in the fellowship consists in listening to them. Just as love to God begins with listening to His Word,
1: mm.
0: so the beginning of love for the brethren is learning to listen to them. It is God's love for us that he not only gives us his word, but also lends us his ear. Mm. And I know here's the incredible creator of the universe, and he cares enough to want to hear from us and to listen to us and to actually answer us. So in our effort to be more like him, be more like Jesus, uh, listening to each other, in this body of Christ where we have so many different flavors of us and things that we know absolutely to be the truth (laughs) (laughs) and can have maybe conversations, maybe arguments, all that, that we can show love by truly listening and trying to understand and, and trying to be inside the other person's head a little bit and all of that. As we do that with our brothers and sisters, doing that even more importantly to those who are not in relationship with us, who are maybe far from God.
1: I think it's important to remember it just hit me as you were reading that when the first sin first big whoops <laughs> big whoops, oops, <laughs> happened in humanity and God showed up he asked a question because he wanted to hear from them and that's God who knew all of it <laughs> I mean he saw the whole thing happen and yet he invited them to have conversation with him in yeah. that moment. And um, I just think that that's important for us to remember and so beautiful. And one thing that I always enjoy and love about having a relationship with God is that he asked me questions. He wants to mm. know what's going on, even though he knows. I used to, have, in high school, I'd be like, what? You already know. Yeah. But there's something about he wanted me to share with him. And so in doing that, there's this beauty and there's also things that come out. Like I find when I sit down and I pray and we're having a conversation about what I'm feeling, then revelation comes yeah. about what's really going on.
0: Yeah. I think the Lord asks us questions because he wants us to know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things come out of our mouth and we go, really? Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, and we ponder it more. I, I just want to encourage everybody that's listening to, to work and practice and prioritize listening. And one little challenge I think would be cool is to start a conversation with somebody that's different than you and really, really listen to them and see where that adventure goes.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Right on.
0: Okay. Well, that's it. I think everybody's lives are changed. They all, they all know how to listen now, and that's so good. And maybe they think that they know a lot of stuff, but some of it's wrong.
1: I don't know. But, yeah, uh, we've got the listening quiz up on the website, so you can go that on there and find it. We already talked about how to connect with us.
0: Yeah. And remember on that listening quiz, have Sarah's dad do yours. <laughs> and remember, you are set.